Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Welcome to this week's episode, and first of all, I'm going to start with an apology, especially to those that like to listen to this podcast on a weekly basis. I know that some of you have some beautiful rituals that you've incorporated listening along and doing other self-nurturing practices, and thank you for letting me know about them. It's just so touching to know uh, about these stories. Last week, I had a human moment. So last week was a really exciting week. Two major things happened. The first thing was the launch of my new Oracle deck called the Magic of Essential Oils. Now, this is a deck that has 106 different full-color cards there. Each one is a watercolor image of a different essential oil and the plant that gives us that essential oil. And on each card, you're going to find the chakra, the ruling planet, the zodiac sign, the element, as well as a guidebook that goes through the divinatory meanings, how these energies dance together in each oil, why we love and why we don't love certain oils and the the psychology behind them, little practices, affirmations, and a whole range of different things. That's this really exciting package that I can't wait to get out into the world. And we had our pre-launch of that on the 9th of the 9th. I thought that was a quite auspicious time. Plus, there was another event which I nicknamed doTERRA Christmas, but it was doTERRA has their global convention. Now, this is a three-year gathering. Sorry, a three-month, get my facts right, three-day gathering when people all around the globe descend on Salt Lake City in Utah, United States. And it's about 60,000 people normally attend this convention. And it's three days of they launch new products. They have education about what's been happening. There's been some amazing um, discoveries about um, our lavender oil in the last year they share the massive impact that they're making around the world we've just opened a new hospital in sanag in somaliland in the middle of friggin nowhere where a large majority of people have no access to healthcare whatsoever and one in 23 women i think it was either die or you know um experience severe um disability just by giving birth because there's just no medical facilities around so we hear stories about this and how to use these new oils and all these different things Unfortunately, at this point in time, Australians are not able to travel outside of the country. So for the first time since these conventions have been, that I've been attending these conventions, I haven't been able to go. So Christmas kind of got cancelled for me, but we were able to watch it online. And so I stood up, I stayed up really late each night, watched it all, soaked in all that education. And as, you know, Sunday, when I normally drop the episode comes out, got closer and closer it was actually Saturday night at 11pm at night and I thought I should probably record my podcast now but I'm really, really tired and so I had to kind of say to myself sometimes we just have to be human and we can't do it all. So please accept my apologies. I hope to make it up to you. Um, I think I've gone for 71 weeks in a row without hardly dropping the ball. So I hope you'll forgive me um, and and I hope to make it up to you this week and going forward as well. So what are we going to dive into today? Well, as I said, doTERRA has announced the release of some new oils and some new blends. They are available from October the 1st from doTERRA in the United States and then will be permeating around the world from there. We also have a special oil in Australia as well. So what I notice, I don't know whether it's just because the founders of doTERRA are very spiritual people or, you know, whether the angels are guiding them or what it is, but when these oils come out, they seem to be perfect for the time. There's always, you know, sometimes they're delayed and then they just come out when they need to. And I think we're at this point, this juncture in the world, and I believe that, I think it's the president of the UN, the head of the UN, has released this report that's basically about the state of the world and that we're not in a good place. That people are suffering financially, physically, emotionally, 
mentally due to the lockdowns and the restrictions of the pandemic that people are worried about climate change and the, that we're not working fast enough, although a lot of great people are doing a lot of good things. You know, we're still seeing the consequences with wildfires, with flooding. We've seen those pictures of those floods in Germany and, you know, all different, you know, that there's all these stresses in the world. And then we've got the big nations of the world fighting with each other, bickering, kind of, you know, hard-nosing each other and toe-to-toe with each other. And there's this uncertainty and this friction in this world at the moment, which is very, very divisive. And so the oils that I'm going to share with you today, I think are absolutely aligned for helping us as an individual to actually navigate through this period. I was having a conversation with my partner last night and we're talking about how much news we have exposure to. And, you know, several generations ago, you maybe caught a news bulletin, you know, once once in a while or maybe got the newspaper and maybe our parents or the generations before us would have maybe read the newspaper in the morning quickly, listened to the evening news, and that was it. But as we know, we have access to the news 24-7. In some places, there is 24-hour news streaming all the time, throwing different information about what's happening around the world. And even if you're not you know, tuning into one of the 24-hour news streaming services, it's popping up in social media. It's hard to avoid what's happening around the world. Now, I do believe as a global citizen, it's good to be aware of what's happening and not to be ignorant. But also what comes with that is where we know, I guess, being aware of what we can control and what we can't. There are devastating things happening in places like Afghanistan at the moment. And some of the things that we hear happening in China and, you know, wherever there's global warming impacts and environmental issues and people losing homes or losing everything and famine. And, you know, I I know everyone's talking about vaccination rates in different countries and Vietnam's vaccination rate is 2%. And all these kind of things can feel really overwhelming and it can drag on our day and it can dim our light. And as light workers and those that want to make this world a better place, how do we do that? How do we stay focused on that when everything around us feels so desperate? One thing I will point out, as well as using these beautiful gifts from Mother Nature, is that remember that there are good people doing good things in the world. And I think the news, because of The culture or what works is bad news sells better than good. Tragedy sells better than victory, unless it happens to be in sport. Maybe that's why we love sport so much. It's the only bit of good news we get. But know that there are good people doing good things. And I believe that you're one of those individuals that's doing one of those good things as well. And I hope today what I'm going to share with you is some new tools from doTERRA and from Mother Earth gifted to us to help us to bring more light to the world. So if you've got my book, first of all, thank you very much, but the book titled Gifts of the Essential Oils, what we did when we were exploring and kind of putting this book together, myself and my good friend Vanessa Jean, is we actually, instead of just listing all the essential oils, we go over a hundred in this book, instead of just listing them from A to Z, we really wanted to kind of help people to get to know the plant and to understand the plant. And what I started to notice as I was looking at each of the plants is when you look at where on the plant or where in the plant or where from the plant the essential oil comes from, this has an impact on the energy of the essential oil. So we know that we can get essential oils from barks, woods, resins, seeds, flowers, fruits, leaves, and so on. And we've actually categorized these into five different groups. And these are the five magical elements. Now, you're probably familiar with the five or many of the magical elements of fire, air, earth, and water. You probably know that you're a fire sign or an air sign or something like that. And then the fifth element is known as akasha, also sometimes referred to as ether or just spirit. Now, whereas we can see fire and air and the, the impact of them manifesting out in the world on a really obvious level, akasha is a little bit different. It's kind of the essence within. We know we have a soul. There's something having a thought having thoughts and feelings within us and interpreting them and sensing what's happening around us. But what is that exactly? Where is that placed in our body? Where is our soul? Where is that intelligence within a seed 
that when it's planted in the ground and when the rains come, it knows to start sending out shoots and roots and then start to push out of the soil towards the sun. How does it know which direction to go? And then to become that great plant. That's what a kasha is. And so each of the oils, based on where they come from, can be categorized into one of them. Very quickly, the earth element is any oil that is from the wood, the bark, or the root. The water element is flowers. The air element are leaf oils. The fruits are the fire element. And then a kasha is your spirit uh, or element, which is very much the resins and the seeds. So I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey through some of these elements as we explore the essential oils. And I'm going to start with the element of akasha. So the first one I want to talk about is an oil known as copaiba. Now copaiba is an oil that is gifted to us from the resin. And if you've ever seen how they get maple syrup out of maple trees, this is how they get copaiba out of um, these big trees that grow in South America. Now copaiba has been compared in its chemistry to CBD oil. The great thing about when you're choosing doTERRA products is that you're getting something that, and this is some of the research that's starting to come out with other independent um, universities and in um, conjunction with doTERRA, is that every single batch is reliably the same because of their procedures. And, you know, in, I believe in pharmaceuticals, you have a range of how much of an active ingredient can be in each batch, and it's still seen as being consistent. And the key chemical constituents in doTERRA lavender, time and time again, are always within that safe range to make it like at a pharmaceutically consistent level. This is important for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's important because it allows studies to be done and know that these studies and the results of these studies are applicable year after year after year. We know that there can be a slight fluctuation in the essential oils based on the weather and the climate and you know how much rain fell in the time and all those different types of things. But we also know that you know if you're processing an oil correctly and you're getting it from a reliable source, then nature will continue to duplicate those same results and it allows you to basically to rely on them. The other great thing about having this reliable, consistent result is you know what you're getting. You're not worried about that. So with copaiba, CBD oils, sometimes, you know, it can be found that there's very little CBD in there. Um, it can be quite expensive. There's THC that can have some issues. There's legal problems. So there's a whole range of different issues around it. And I'm definitely not here to knock CBD oil because I know I have a good friend who's found some real great success with that. But I know so many people that have had great success with copaiba. What you find is the plant world duplicates chemistry. Not always exactly the same, but you'll find similar chemistry in copaiba from this resin essential oil as you do in CBD oil. So this has been um, now launched in doTERRA in a touch version. So what that means, it comes in a roller, which is diluted and it can be applied to the skin. And this can be great just from a beauty perspective. Resin oils and wood oils are really good for the deep layers of our skin, whereas floral oils are great for the surface layers of our skin. So really great in that way. The other really interesting aspect of it is copaiba seems to help other essential oils be absorbed into the body quicker. So when you're applying any essential oil topically, combining a bit of copaiba can be really great. So I've been talking about in my private essential oil um, support group for all my customers um, about making an ice blue or a deep blue sandwich. Now, please don't be putting essential oils in your sandwiches, especially the ones in the ice blue. But Ice Blue is a blend that is renowned for, it, it's our aches and pains one. Basically, if you've got a stiff neck or if you hurt yourself, you know, when I've hurt myself at the gym or if I've slept funny, then I'm rubbing that in. So it comes in the oil and also a cream. So what I do is I put the oil on first, diluted with a bit of fractionated coconut oil, and that helps it to be absorbed into the body really quickly for fast relief. But then what I do is I add a bit of copaiba because it's calming for the body and calming for the skin and helps with that absorption, plus a bit of frankincense. And frankincense basically helps to heighten the effect of any essential oil. So I put them in, they're like my middle in my sandwich, and then I put the ice blue or the deep blue rub or the cream in. Because that's a thick cream, it takes longer for the body to metabolize, for it to kind of be soaked through the body, and so that's long-lasting. So you get the fast-acting 
of the oil and the long lasting of the rum. Sandwich that, but you know, in the middle of the sandwich, put the frankincense and the copaiba, and you get a really great relief in that way. So let's look a little bit about copaiba, copaiba as well. I must say, as a side note, people that are dealing with the stress of life, um, you know, those I know, I know people that have issues with focus, with um, anxiousness, any of those type of things, they love copaiba, and just rolling this on up and down the back of your um, spine, if it's, it's your neck or your entire spine, really just helps to calm you. The other interesting thing about copaiba is it works with a system on the body called the endocannabinoid system. Now, if you're not too familiar with that, don't freak out. I won't get too sciencey with you. But basically, we have these receptors in the body, and when it works with the endocannabinoid system, in a nutshell, it tells the body to calm down, including the nervous system, so it's great emotionally and mentally as well. We know with many pharmaceuticals, when we use them, our body builds up a resistance over time, and so you need greater doses than that type of thing. The great thing about copaiba is the more you use it, the more receptors for the copaiba form within the uh, endocannabinoid system. And so copaiba, the longer you use it, the more effective it becomes. So it's actually part of my everyday healthcare routine just to help keep my body you know, calm and able to adapt to whatever life throws at it. Throws at it. So I always am using either copaiba um, in, in a veggie cap or as a supplement or topically on the skin or a combination of both. So let's dive into the spiritual aspects of copaiba. Well, it's a resin oil. So, and what we find with resin oils is because they're within the core of the tree, they help us to get back to the core of who we are. And I think this is where copaiba's superpower is right now and why I really want to revisit copaiba. It really resonates and in my card deck with Pluto, that cold, you know, Pluto is in the far depths of our solar system and copaiba helps to connect with those far depths within us that sometimes get lost. That, that, that soul or that spirit or the key of who we really are. In my book, I talk about copaiba and this activity where we sit with copaiba and we ask ourselves a question of who am I? Now, to describe myself, I might say that I'm an Australian, I'm a teacher, I'm a partner, but I could separate in my relationship, I could have an occupation change and stop teaching, I could move to another country and become a citizen of that country, so I'm not any of those things. I could even identify as a Gemini, but if the soul is immortal and comes back through many lifetimes, will I always be born a Gemini? Will I be born as a Cancerian or another sign? as time goes on. And there is a school of belief that we actually go through the zodiac signs in each lifetime as well, which is quite an interesting one. Just as a side note. So, what Copaiba helps us to do is work out who we are by realising who we are not. And it's not by kind of sending you into a tailspin of going, I don't know who I am anymore. But what happens when we adopt a label? Let's just say, um, maybe a teacher. Then, the standards of being a good teacher or a bad teacher are imposed upon us. And we can get criticised for not being good enough. And that can happen as, a, as a, any type of occupation or any type of relationship. You're a bad partner. You're a bad parent. You're a bad child. And we start to lose who we are because, again, we're not fitting into the framework that other people hold for us. And Copa Iba just encourages you to start to shed off those expectations. If you take away all the labels, all your possessions, all that you are, who are you then? When I remember studying for a little bit and just doing some night classes at the School of um, Philosophy in New York City, there was a big kind of section on the unchanging observer where we realised that anything that changes within us is not us. So Copa Iba helps us connect with that. How is that relevant to the here and the now? Well, I think in what's been happening in the world and in the distraction of what's happening outside of us, many of us have possibly lost the sense of who we are in an attempt to be something else. So Copa Ibra is a really great oil to meditate with, to incorporate into even your beauty routine at night, rolling that on your face after you've cleansed your face and before you tone and moisturize, rolling that on, Rolling a little bit on your hands. Put some on the back of your neck. It's going to be calming as well. And breathe that in. Just take a moment even to look into the mirror and look into your eyes. And say, who am I? And what I'm encouraging to do with this who am I kind of activity is it's not about finding the answer, but more so finding out 
who you are not by shedding the layers of the onion. And who knows where we'll end up, and it's something that I continue to do, and I haven't kind of got an answer of this is who I definitely am. But it's it's very freeing to realise that you don't have to always be, ad, ad, or you don't have to adhere to or be restricted by the labels that are imposed upon us or that we impose upon ourselves. So, Copa Eva is really great for helping you come back to you and discover who you are and to become a bit more introspective. For those of you going into the northern, uh, live in the northern hemisphere and going into the colder months, we're about to have the um, next week, we'll have the um, the equinoxes where we go into the um, the colder half of the month, the introspective half of the month. And Copa Eva is really great for you to, to check back in with who you are in this type of way. So sticking with the ether or the akasha element i'm going to talk about probably the oil that we're most excited about and that is vanilla vanilla absolute so what is a vanilla absolute you can't actually get an essential oil out of vanilla bean it and most essential oils are extracted using something called steam distillation which basically is sending steam through the plant matter and it actually pulls the essential oil out of the plant and then it's collected uh, as it cools that doesn't work with um, vanilla. So what they need to do is they use this um, technique. People, other companies will use different chemicals or you can use carbon dioxide, which is a, a lot of a cleaner way of getting that. And that's how we remove the goodness and this beautiful you know, essence of the vanilla bean. Now, a bit of history on the vanilla bean. The vanilla bean, of course, is native to the areas of Central and Upper South America. Um, and it comes from an orchid. The, there is a myth, it's a beautiful Mexican myth, about a, a goddess who f- um, fell in love with a totanic, a local Mexican mortal man. And of course their love was forbidding, forbidden. And in the end, they're, they're, it, it resulted, a bit of Romeo and Juliet, resulted in their death. And when their blood spilt on the ground, out from the ground sprung the vanilla orchid. So that forevermore, all of the world could celebrate and remember the love and the pleasure that those two shared for that temporary period of time. And so that really captures the essence of vanilla. Now, this, there are many different species of orchids around the world, but there is just one that gives us the vanilla bean. And in its native environment, there is one bee that is able to pollinate that flower. And thus we get the vanilla bean coming out of that flower, kind of the fruit and the seed of that, um, of that flower. So obviously it was very popular in that area. The Aztecs used it and valued it and you know used it in a whole range of different ways. And when the Spanish conquered the Aztecs, they took it around the world. But they couldn't get the beans to grow. The reason being is that one species of bee that is native to that area that pollinates those vanilla flowers to create the bean doesn't exist anywhere else. And one of the places that it actually ended up in was Madagascar. And it wasn't until a young boy realised that you can actually hand-pollinate these flowers. Now, the interesting thing about this is, guess how long you have to pollinate them? One day. And ideally, it's best done in the morning. So if you don't do it, if you miss that day, if you're having an off day, then you have to wait a whole nother year to get a vanilla bean and to give us this amazing thing. And because of this, this is why it's the second most expensive spice in the world, um, saffron being number one. You often hear, you know, you've probably heard of the term blood diamonds, and you need to be aware that in the essential oil industry on the broader scale, there are probably aspects of blood essential oils as well with the poor treatment of people. doTERRA, this is one of their um, key sourcing components, is the fair and treatment of their farmers, their collectors, their harvesters, their distillers in many of these poor nations. And they shared a little bit of the insight about what's happened and it's an actually an agricultural school that we're, that are cultivating these vanilla orchids, pollinating these flowers, and it's actually brought employment for, I think, 74 different people, especially helping a lot of women that probably would be in, in an industry such as the sex industry or be at risk of trafficking due to the poverty in the area. So it's really helped to create income and education for these people. So really beautiful in that type of way. So how do you feel about vanilla? Do you know what? I don't think I've ever smelt true vanilla before. Well, that's what I started to discover as I've learned at the doTERRA convention. 
99% of all vanilla flavorings and scents that are found around the world are artificial. They're not gifted to us from that vanilla orchid. In fact, 85% of vanilla fragrances and flavorings around the world are actually created based from petrochemicals or petrol, which is probably why, you know, I was doing a training with my doTERRA customers this morning in North America, and we had one lady on there who hates the smell of um, vanilla. And she says she goes into stores like Bed Bath & Beyond where they have all those vanilla scents and all that kind of thing and she feels nauseous after about 10 minutes and that's her period that she can stay in there any more than 10 minutes and she starts to get headaches and that type of thing. And the truth of the matter is she's probably not smelling vanilla. She's smelling something that smells like vanilla that's made in a laboratory, probably vanillin, something that's, you know, parts that are found in essential oils can actually be replicated in a laboratory and made to smell very similar. But when you don't have the complete plant chemistry, you don't get the full magic. And you often find the efficacy goes right down. Some science shared um, by doTERRA about that with lavender and linalool. If you just extract linalool or create linalool, it doesn't work as well as having the full lavender and those complementary other little bits of chemical constituents that are in there as well. So this is vanilla absolute that is extracted through that carbon dioxide. It kind of comes, it's quite tarry, it's quite thick when it's an absolute, and so it's in a fractionated coconut oil. But I'm really excited for people to work with this because this is probably going to be the first time that you've ever worked with true vanilla. Um, the great thing about this is it can be used aromatically. It's going to be great in a diffuser for making your home smell amazing. It's going to be absolutely great for um, the body as a natural fragrance. We know that natural fragrances are far better than hormone-disrupting perfumes and colognes. And it can actually be used for cooking, baking, desserts, warm drinks, whatever it may be as well for that type of flavouring. Really, really exciting. So why do I feel vanilla is absolutely amazing in the context of right now? Well, I think what happens is that we've been in such a dark time, such a winter time, um, metaphorically with, with the pandemic is that some of the pleasures of life we've kind of abandoned them or we've lost them and what happens is vanilla is really great for helping us to get back to the pleasures of life vanilla how I recommend people using f vanilla physically is it's really great to incorporate and bring it around you aromatically and topically when you're starting to feel the physical impacts of stress so you're not sleeping well are you having digestive issues? Are you having muscle aches and pains, menstrual irregularities? Start using vanilla. So soothing on the nerves and helping us come back to this, ah, like this real, it, it's all good. It's all well. Now, when we look at the seed oils, the key word, when we're looking at seed oils, so this is looking at things like, you know, as I said before, cardamom and celery seed, cumin, dill, um, star anise, all these, they help to unlock different aspects of ourselves. The king and the queen is the seed family, in my opinion, of vanilla and cacao, which both come as absolutes rather than essential oils. Cacao, very much about abundance and has a very yang energy to it. Uh, vanilla, more yin. It's about that nurturing, that femininity, that real goddess type of energy. It's all about pleasure. It's all about love and allowing them to come back into our lives. I think we've stopped allowing love into our lives. And vanilla allows you to let that come back in. Whether it just be the simple aroma of, of vanilla that op helps you open back up. It works really well as a sacral chakra. Now the sacral chakra helps with our creativity to help us to think outside the square. It helps with intimacy, helps us to reconnect with people. And what I've found over the last 18 months is that so many people have become disconnected and divisive towards each other. In, you know, a rainbow is made up of many different colors. An ecosystem requires on lots of differentiation in the environment. And we need to learn how to embrace people that are different to us. And vanilla helps us just to relax into that. So whether you feel that, you know, it's really interesting when it comes to our attitudes toward pleasure. Do you kind of feel that you must earn pleasure as a reward for, for working hard and then you can have a treat? The creator, in whatever form you identify them as, created this planet with all these different delights of the, of the senses. 
from beautiful you know scenery to animals to foods to swimming in in the ocean or a river or feeling the sunshine on your skin or breathing in the fresh air of a forest to all these different delights and why must we have to work hard in order to enjoy them if i gave you a gift and you left it sitting on the shelf and only looked at it occasionally when it could be used every day i'd be disappointed and vanilla just like those two lovers who loved each other and wanted everyone else to feel the love of the world, Vanilla's going to help you open back up to that again. When we've lost faith in what, where we're heading, and maybe you can't, for you, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel yet, Vanilla helps to birth that. For you to allow yourself to experience pleasure in this world. To also remember it, working with the sacral chakra, and the sacral chakra helps us with guilt, to not feel guilty for enjoying the world. There are other people suffering that are probably worse off than you. But giving yourself pleasure opens the door for other people to feel comfortable with receiving pleasure as well. And don't take a bit of a, a first world approach. The happiest people I've met in the world were people on the borders or even in poverty in places like Nepal. Far happier than us. That was the lesson I learned from them. We were there to help with charity exercises, but I think we were the charity cases having to learn from them what's really truly important in life and how to truly be happy. And Vanilla helps us to do that. So I'm so excited for you to work with Vanilla. I'm so excited for you to relax into relationships, to enjoy the pleasure of life. Vanilla is great for helping you to um, be more honest and open in communication. It's great to diffuse around the home for creating that intimacy in, in, in home settings. It's really great. Dab behind the ears is an attractor of love and attracting you know the love into your life if you're looking for a new lover. You can even make a charm bag, a little red bag, some sugar, two love crystals, and two drops of vanilla oil. Shake it all up. Keep it nearby you. It's a bit of an you know an ancient um, charm bag for helping to attract love into your life. So vanilla is absolutely great. So we've got Copa Iba remembering who we are and vanilla remembering and germinating and bringing out that potential to enjoy who we are and to enjoy this life experience again. So then where I want to journey with you is I want to journey with you now to the leaves, to the air element, to the mind. So one oil that was released, it was, it's been um, available for temporary release occasionally by doTERRA before you may have already had experience with it, but it's now available full-time, is Tulsi. Now Tulsi is also known as Holy Basil in India, where it is native. It is known as the elixir of life and the queen of the herbs. Tulsi is seen as being an avatar of the goddess Lakshmi and who is a consort to, consort to the god Vishnu who are key deities in Hindu tradition. From my experience, Tulsi works brilliantly with the crown chakra in helping us to focus back on what our spiritual connection is. And you can kind of see this working really well with that Cooper Ebel we were talking about before. So I've been talking a lot about Tulsi recently and to do with dickheads. Now, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's dickheads everywhere. There's dickheads on the roads, there's dickheads in the news, there's fools everywhere. And Tulsi is really great for when you find yourself getting into this agitated state with dickheads, with fools, with people doing stupid things that you disagree with. Because what can tend to happen is we can get caught up in that. It's, oh, how could the government be doing this? Or, oh, how could my colleagues be doing this? And there's this frustration. But as soon as we get into this frustration in what someone else's business that we have no control over, if we're in someone else's business, worrying about their issues and concerns, Who's worrying about our issues and concerns? Tulsi for me, physically, I lean into Tulsi to help me with exhaustion. When I feel like maybe my adrenals have been overwhelmed or I've just been trying to stack way too much on my plate. And what I do is I love to mix it with fractionated coconut oil. And at night, I'll anoint it over my adrenals, so my lower back and on the soles of my feet. And also, it's a really unique aroma. A lot of people, including myself, say they can smell hints of like a chocolate smell in it. Um, and it's interesting to diffuse as well for that support when you're exhausted. Now, the basils really help us to hone back in. And on a spiritual level, this is where we're kicking back up to the crown chakra. The crown chakra is about aligning with our spiritual purpose, knowing what we're here to do. 
And if you're finding that you're dissipating your energy and you're becoming exhausted, it's probably because you're too busy worrying about things that are outside of your control or none of your friggin' business. You're worrying about what the dickheads are doing. What Tulsi helps you to do is realign, refocus, and then give your full attention and energy to what you're here to do and what you can do here on this planet and how you can help to bring light to this world. So I think Tulsi is an absolutely amazing blessing blessing physically, but also metaphysically for really helping you to align with your purpose and expend your energy where you need to spend it. It resonates really beautifully with the crystal Charite, spelled C-H-A-R-O-I-T-E. It's a rare stone found near the Chara River in Russia. And it's again violet, works really well with the crown chakra. My favorite crystal for realigning and realizing what you're here on this earth to do. So if you're not too sure with that, try working with Charite. Maybe check out my YouTube channel on or my YouTube uh, video on Charite and, and really kind of align with the two together in refocusing on what you're here to do. We've had some time to be introspective with the lockdowns where if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you're going to have some introspective time in that way. This is a great opportunity for you to realign and refocus, especially if you're feeling exhausted. Stop worrying about the dickheads and worry what you're meant to be doing. And Tulsi will really help you to do that. Now, to take a little bit of a kind of go off on a tangent at the moment, there's been another oil that's released, not in doTERRA America, which is their head office, but actually in Australia and New Zealand. When it comes to essential oils from New Zealand, the famous export is Manuka. The other export that comes out of there is Kanuka. Now, you may not have heard of this one, but Hearing that Manuka and Kanuka are, you know, have a very similar name, you might make the mistake that oh yeah, they're, they're you know they're brother and sister. Mm, they're more distant relatives. Kanuka is actually more related to another essential oil known as Kunzia, which comes from um, Australia. So Kanuka is it has a very similar. I must admit it has a similar smell to Manuka, um, maybe a little bit more softer and floral, and it works really well with the heart chakra. This is one that I use around my home to cleanse the air, to cleanse surfaces for cleaning. Um, it's great for anything skin-related, um, and that's kind of how it's been used historically as well. So as I started to work with Kanuka, and I find sometimes when I'm working with an oil and really into it, it starts gibbering a lot and like kind of throwing a lot at me like a child that suddenly gets a chance to talk. And Kanuka started giving me all this information about, it, as I said, heart chakra, very much a heart chakra. And where I see the lines up or work well in the heart chakra essential oils, as there are so many, is this one really focuses around this idea of making mistakes. And when we make a mistake, we have two options. We can either shut up and hope no one notices, or we can own up to it and make amends. And Kanuka really helps you to lean into the second, to have the courage to go, hey, I'm human, I made a mistake, but I'm going to take responsibility and I'm going to own what I've done to make things to make amends. This is great on a personal level for helping you feel okay because often we've made mistakes in the past and we're still beating ourselves up about that. And Kanuka keeps telling me you can't look backwards and forwards at the same time. On a global level, we know in many parts around the world that settlers have come in, typically white settlers have come in and mistreated and ostracized and taken advantage of and you know done ghastly things to indigenous native and first nations people all around the world and there is this beautiful myth that is um shared by different native american tribes that there'll be a time on this planet when the birds are falling out of the sky the fish are dying in the waterways and that the earth really needs their help and this will be a time when no matter what colour or creed or belief or age or sexuality or any of these opposing things that are different, we'll need to come together to help bring the earth back to the, its former glory. That we'll have to put these differences aside. And one of the signs that this will happen will be the birth of a white buffalo. And this happened about 25 years ago. And since then, there's been an increase in white animals appearing around the world. Now, these are not albinos. It's another, um, I guess, 
change in genetics, which is called lucerism, where the animals still have their normal eyes, but they lack the colouring. And you'll see this in wolves and kangaroos and giraffes and penguins and alligators and crows and ravens and so many different animals. Now, if we think when an animal is white in the wild, it, gets, it takes away its camouflage, its ability to hide, it has to stand out. And the white animals, what I feel, this is a message that's assigned to us as the light workers to stand out, to be counted, and to make, to make a difference in this world. Now, Kanuka really helps this merging of these people coming together. And one of the causes of separation is of what's happened in the past. I'm not saying that what has happened in the past should be ignored or is forgivable, but we can't move forward together and the earth needs us to move forward together in order for us to come back to where we need to be. We see what's happening around the world with wildfires, with floods, with hurricanes, all the different things. Mother Earth is out of balance and we are her caretakers. And we're guided by the plant kingdom, the mineral kingdom, and the animal kingdom of what we need to do. And if we shut up and listen, we can do that. So I know that there were certain crystals that started to be discovered around the 1990s, heading into 2000 and around 2000, that were very much in alignment with guiding humanity into this new age. And I'm starting to get the feeling that there are essential oils that are going to rise in prominence that will have that same message. And Kanuka is definitely going to be one of these essential oils to help us move forward together, to embrace difference, to make amends for what generations past have done in error, but not by just sitting there and saying, sorry, 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 but actions speak louder than words, by us coming together and unifying. And for those of individuals that are of um, you know, Indigenous or First Nations or Native people that feel the hurt of what's happened in the past, Know that there are people that want to make amends, that want to understand and want to work with you. And so this is an amazing essential oil to work with to help to rectify that. And I'd love to hear if you've worked with Kanuka, if you've got any experience with it or how just I've described it to you has um, become, you know, if it's resonated with you, reach out to me and let, let me know how you've felt its impact as well. Because I feel that this is a really powerful oil that's going to just grow in its prominence and its effect metaphysically around this world to help with that moving forward. So here we have very, you know, again, we come back to this theme of separation, of us being separated from ourselves and separated from other people. And these oils are going to help us to focus on who we are, find our inner strength, and then Kanuka is going to help us to work together as well. I could talk about these oils forever, but we're going to take a short break and come back and I'm going to talk to you about another couple of exciting essential oils and essential oil blends before we wrap up the show. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barrowlow. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barrowlow. Today we're unpacking some different essential oils that have been released by doTERRA and how they can help us, not just physically, but metaphysically, and how I feel they are perfect for where we are at this point in time in the world. Before the break, we explored two oils that are gifted to us from seeds and resins in copaiba and vanilla. And then we looked at two leaf oils, Kanuka and Tulsi or holy basil, which are gifted to us from India and New Zealand. So I want to take us through a final element, and that's the element of water. Now, whereas air is associated with the mental realm and our intellect, the water realm is associated with emotions, love and feelings. When we think about flowers, the action of a flower is to open up, to blossom or to bloom. And when we do that, we open ourselves up to love. Now, some people will close off because they've been hurt. But when we close ourselves off, we protect ourselves from hurt, but we also protect ourselves from love. And so just like each flower must blossom to show who it truly is, and it does that at a risk, so must we. And the flowers help us to do that in each in, in each in an individual way, whether it be rose and helping us to release expectation, whether it be geranium helping us with trust, whether it be Roman camel helping us with gentleness, Cairo sage with trusting who we are, lavender with just surrender, 
all the different floral oils work in a different way. But I want to talk to you about an oil known as Osmanthus, a flowering plant with these beautiful yellow-orange flowers native to areas such as China. This essential oil, my favorite floral essential oil is always going to be rose. There's something about the magic of rose that just really dances with me. But then if I had to choose a second, I'd choose Osmanthus. More so than lavender or Roman chamomile or even blue lotus or jasmine. And I love all of those oils. But there's something amazing about Osmanthus. Now I was describing Osmanthus as having the aroma of peaches and apricots. And when I was teaching my... Uh, my customers in North America earlier today, we re- I had this suddenly, sudden epiphany that it actually smells like peach wine cooler. Now that's what it's called in Australia. I'm not sure in other countries whether you have something similar, but it's normally a cheap wine. We used to get it in a cask. You may have, if you were sneaking drinks when you were young, drunk this because it just tastes like peach cordial. And that's kind of what it smells like. And so being a yellow or especially an orange flower as well, yellow is associated with um, mercury, um, which is that intellect and that joyousness as well. That Mercury has a very quicksilver, adaptable kind of energy. And then the sun, which is that joyous energy and that expansive energy. So how does this all dance in with Osmanthus? Well, I want to share how I've been using Osmanthus with you. Being a floral oil, we talked before about copaiba being really good as great for the deep layers of the skin. Osmanthus is going to be great for the top layers of the skin. So you can cleanse, roll this over your face, and then tone and moisturize over the top of that. It's also great as a personal fragrance, as we mentioned before, why we want to use natural fragrances like vanilla or osmanthus or so on, rather than those hormone-disrupting other nasty chemicals. From a metaphysical point of view, I've been using osmanthus for a really distinct purpose and use. So being a bit of a sensitive soul, things that happen to me kind of can have a lasting impact. And I'm sure you may be able to relate to this before. And you may end up waking up in the morning still feeling the impacts of the day before. And whether it be, you know, a bit of a disagreement with a partner or something that's happened with a work colleague or whatever that may be. This is where I reach for Osmanthus because I, I realized that I was sometimes keeping score. And oh, this week has been a really bad week. And my partner keeps doing this or my colleague keeps doing this. And just there's this uh, annoyance in there. And they're just, they're losing points each and every day. And when we approach someone with that attitude, obviously we're looking for them to stuff up again. We're already waiting to be disappointed. I'm like, no. What I'm going to do is when an issue arises, I'm going to deal with that on the spot. I'm not going to do what I used to do in the past and just keep that to myself. I'm going to, that's step one. And using oils to do that, like pink pepper, will really help us to bring issues up when when they need to be discussed, right there and then. But then, after the issue has happened, I'm going to let that go. So, Osmanthus, if I could capture its energy, I want you to imagine that you're the first to get up in the morning. And the sun is just starting to rise in the east. And starting to shine through just a few windows. And there is this silence, or maybe just a few birds... There's this kind of anticipatory energy floating around about it's a brand new day and what will it bring? And so what I will do at this point in time, because I am the first to get up each morning and the sun does shine through these windows and I'll grab my Osmanthus, I'll roll it on my wrists, behind my ears, and then I roll a little bit in my hands and I breathe it in. And I just say, this is a brand new day. I clean the slate and I just allow myself to allow that joy that Osmanthus brings into our lives to permeate within me, to not carry all the grudges and the negative emotions, to just say, hey, I did my best yesterday, as did everyone else, and today, it's going to be a good day. And starting the day with that type of approach and that type of affirmation and being open to new joys is a brilliant way to start your day. Now, in the context of what's been happening in the last 18 months and the theme we're kind of talking about, Today, we've gone through a lot of rubbish. We've gone through a lot of hardship. But to keep on expecting more, you know, what we think about, we bring about. And we'll just keep on being disappointed. But if you lean into Osmanthus, you'll find that it's a really great oil to help lift that up. And to change your attitude and start looking for the good that's happening in the world. 
So how do we get hold of Osmanthus? Well, doTERRA, when they released their new products and they brought out an amazing range of products, not just essential oils. Some people think doTERRA is just essential oils, but they actually have four different main ranges. They do amazing supplements that are plant-based, so your body recognizes them and actually absorbs them. They do body care products, they're all nice and clean, and have the essential oils in them as well. And they have home care products, and they just brought out this amazing, clean, um, um, very, like, very sustainable in the packaging and how they're transporting it around the world. Um, they've brought everything down to concentrates because about 90% of cleaning products are just water and that gets shipped all around the world. So why not just send the concentrate and we can add the water when it arrives to us? All these amazing things. So they had all this kind of stuff as well. And they send it, they do a kit and they all like to put a little bonus gift in for those buying the kit and that's how you get all this So that's how I've, um, you know, how some of you may have it. It is used in some of our blends, such as our popular balance blend, our grounding blend, which is really great for emotional overwhelm, stress, anxiety, and so on. So Osmanthus, I'm hoping you may be able to get in the future if you didn't get your hands on it this time. But it's a really great one for starting that daily practice. If you don't have Osmanthus, a substitute for Osmanthus, I would suggest... Roman chamomile, ylang-ylang, kananga, uh, or if you want to step out of the floral kingdom, even into maybe bergamot or uh, lemon would even be great as well. So this, these are amazing single essential oils gifted to us from Mother Earth, treated with respect and care and extracted in their pure form from doTERRA and now available to us around the world. So I hope that's given you a little bit of insight on how to use these different oils. Now, the other thing that doTERRA released were two new essential oil blends. And I want to dive into these from a metaphysical point of view. So the first blend is known as Abode. And this is that cleaning product that I was referring to just a few moments ago. This is kind of an essential oil blend that you can use to wipe down surfaces, but also to diffuse, um, to kind of complement this green cleaning kind of range of products that they have now available. So how this blend came apart and kind of, you know, you'll find many of the products in their cleaning range have this oil blend in them as well for that beautiful aroma. It's very lemony, it's very uplifting, it's very clean. And they took 35 different essential oils that are all associated with being really good cleaning oils. And they tested them against different bacteria and other little microbes that we'd find, common ones we'd find in our home. And these 10 that are in the blend are actually the best. They're the top 10. The oils are lime, litsia, cassia, lemon eucalyptus, tea tree, arborvitae, cilantro, lavender, which is not lavender, and lemon myrtle, plus a different species of eucalyptus. Remember, there's hundreds of species of eucalyptus. This one's called eucalyptus cochiae. Now, what makes eucalyptus cochiae special? One. It grows in Western Australia where I live. Not, not exactly where I live, a few hours in towards our wheat belt. Two, of all the eucalyptuses, it is the highest in a chemical constituent known as 1,8-cineol, which is also known as eucalyptol, which is really great for supporting the respiratory system. And three, I've actually had the privilege of going and planting some of these uh, eucalyptus cochiae seedlings um, that will in the future provide us with this beautiful essential oil. So I have a bit of an affinity with it in many, many different ways. Sometimes eucalyptus cochiae is also known as West Australian or WA Mali. So these essential oils all have a really amazing ability to cleanse the space. Lime, really good for dispelling evil and, you know, it's been used in Malaysia to get rid of evil spirits. Litsia, Helps to kind of clear an area, really good for clearing smog, but also brings a sense of glee and laughter into life. Lemon eucalyptus really helps us to, like all eucalyptuses, to take a deep breath in and really helps to replace sadness with a bit more optimism and hope. You've got tea tree, which makes way for greater nourishing and nurturing. You've got cilantro, which is really good for removing unhealthy attachments and any density in our in our body, in for physically, but also emotionally and mentally as well, and spiritually. Um, lemon myrtle, very, very cleansing, used by local people, um, native people with for that purpose, but also works with the solar plexus chakra for helping to bring people together to create a sense of equality and community. We also have arborvitae in there. Now, arborvitae brings real resilience against training influences and helps us focus on what we need to do. 
And then that eucalyptus kocha really helps us to lean in. Eucalyptus is the cleansing anyway, but also helps us lean in to the magic of the earth. You know, when we look at eucalyptus trees, their leaves point downwards. They point us towards the earth because that's where the magic is. And eucalyptus kochai really helps us to root ourselves in the earth and to feel that grounded power and to find the expansiveness of that, to even connect with the, the mythical realms of the earth, with the gnomes and the fae and all that type of thing as well. So this blend is going to be a great space cleansing blend. It's really going to help us to create our, I guess, our homes. into. They, I think we've learned that through the amount of time we may have spent at home, the importance of our home. And how important it is for us to actually feel comfortable in our home. This is our base. And the vibration of the energy around us is going to have an impact on the energy within us. And being able to cleanse that on a physical level, clean and sanitary wise, um, with the, you know, the great antibacterial kind of components of this oil, but also on an energetic level, these oils are powerful for stopping you from dealing with all the rubbish in your life. And being able to cleanse that out in a diffuser would be great. I'd also suggest maybe putting in a little spritz bottle with some water occasionally and spritzing that around. Because of the potent oils, you do want to be very, very careful, especially on your skin. And this is one that you don't want to definitely, you know, with pets, doTERRA essential oils are absolutely safe. As long as they have the option to leave the room. Now, as I'm recording this right now, I have one cat sitting on my lap and another cat laying near my feet. And we have diffusers going all the time in our house. And we've had no issues with it. They're both, you know, one of my cats was in March diagnosed with cancer and they said she had about two to four weeks to live. It's now September and she's still doing well. She's actually a really, really happy cat. And, you know, she's my miracle cat. Is that because of the essential oils? I don't use oils directly on my cats, but we're diffusing all the time. Has that helped? Possibly. Has it had a detrimental effect? Definitely not because they're, they're both doing really, really well. Um, and the vet, the specialist vet calls Ava, um, the cat's cat, the miracle cat. So, you know, but it is the oils in here are quite potent on your skin. If you're going to put it on your skin, you're going to want to really, really heavily dilute this. So like only one or two drops with a large amount of fractionated coconut oil or another one of the carrier oils. Definitely with your pets, make sure they're not locked in a room or a space where if this is too much for them, they can walk out of the room and they're going to be absolutely fine. So this is a bow. This one is a great uplifter and cleanser. Out with the old, in with the new. So this beautiful cleansing oil also has four different essential oils from Australia. Very Lemurian in its energy. You've got the tea tree, you've got the eucalyptus cochiae, you've got the lemon myrtle, and you've got the lemon eucalyptus, which is also known as lemon-scented gum. So really, I'm just thrilled that this oil blend will be available from october the 1st uh, in the united states and then available throughout the world in the coming months after that it, this is going to be amazing as a cleansing spray it's going to be my favorite cleansing spray very very much so so that's going to be a permanent um product available to us all then we also have another blend that's going to be a limited time blend for this point in time but if it's popular i think we might see the um it might it might become a full time now, this is a blend called Huga. The spelling of it, H-Y-G-G-E. And I've heard lots of different pronunciations of this. It's Higgy and um, Haga and Hijiji and all these different unusual ones. But Huga is, uh, I believe, the correct way of pronouncing it. Now, the interesting thing about this is that um, two years ago, my mother gifted my partner a book on Huga. It is a Danish word based on, it, it kind of translates. And, you know, sometimes we lose the sense of something when we translate it into English. Um, but its best translation would be coziness or homeliness. But if we think about people living in Scandinavia, and a big hello to everyone listening in Scandinavia. I love Scandinavia. And I think if I didn't live in Australia, I'd probably live in Scandinavia. Maybe one day. But, you know, obviously the weather there. It's very dark and very cold for a long period of time throughout the year. And it's about creating spaces, and especially in your home, of coziness and warmth. And that being your abode or being your sanctuary. 
I'm really excited to work with this blend and I've actually had this idea that's bubbled up and it's just coming to fruition and it will come to fruition in the, in the coming month or two about how as spiritual people we can actually start to make a spiritual home. A, a home that resonates and is in harmony with our spiritual pursuits because if it's not, there's going to be challenges. And we got this book on Huga from my mother two years ago and so we've been reading about it and we've been implementing different practices and different design and different furnishings and and how we just organize the home and how we live our lives and how we spend time at home and entertain at home with these Huga kind of principles. So I'm really excited to work with Huga and you know I love my love for forest bathing and Shinrin Yoku and I you know Feng Shui and how can we bring all these together to create this really harmonious space at home. Then we bring in the crystals and we bring in the essential oils and the green cleaning and energy work, all these different things. So stay tuned for that. But I digress. I get excited about Huga. So in Huga, what oils do you find in here? You find wild orange, which is also known as sweet orange, cedarwood, amorous. Now, amorous is very much like sandalwood, frankincense, myrrh, cistus, verva, tonka bean, and vanilla. Now, I haven't had the privilege of smelling hygge yet, but I've been speaking to people today that have, and they can smell it's very woodsy with some beautiful, happy citrus notes, and I, they love it. They adore it in that type of way. This is going to be a blend. When we break down this blend, we've got these woods and these resins in here that bring strength and core of what's important. So your woods in there, your cedarwood, and you've got your amorous in there, and they're really going to help you to strengthen in. Cedarwood really helps you to find great comfort and shine around others and be your best around others. Amorous really helps promote compassionate understanding of another's um, perspective or path and facilitates focus on their good spot. So this is a, an amazing one as well. When we're looking at that discriminatory and always looking at people's bad sides, Amorous really helps you to look at their good sides. You've then got some resins in here with frankincense helping with, um, you know, it helps courageous sharing and being honest. It's our masculine side. And then myrrh, which is our feminine side of nurturing comfort with things just the way they are. We've got the root here in um, Vedava, which reveals virtues of slowing down and just observing the moment. We've got Cistus, which is a leaf, but it's a leaf of resurrection and really helps to bridge the gap between those that have drifted apart as well and reignites relationships and brings them back to their former glory and the, the best times. Wild Orange brings in that joy. Tonka Bean, this is real, it really invites abundance that helps to boost attraction and promotes indulgence in life's simple pleasures, which is very much all about hookah. And then vanilla, we've obviously waxed lyrical about that already as well. So this is a blend that we know when we smell essential oils that has a great impact on our emotional well-being and, and impacts how we feel. And I'm so excited to work with hookah physically, physiologically, metaphysically, spiritually, for helping us to really create spaces that are sanctuaries where people feel safe, safe from the burdens of the world, safe to express who they are. And I really believe that this combination of um, gifts from the plant kingdom will allow us to do that. So in summary, what we have here is we have some amazing essential oils that have come to the forefront of our awareness at this time when they're greatly needed. We have Copa Eba, gifted to us from the resin of South American trees to help you come back to the core and realize who are you? We then have vanilla that bursts that love for pleasure and the sweetness and the delicateness of life and to luxuriate in that. We have Tulsi, which helps us to focus on what we're here to do and to be really in alignment, crystal clear with that. And Kanuka that helps us to stop looking in the past, to forgive and to now look forward to a brighter future and to work towards a better future. We have Osmanthus, which helps us to, with fresh anticipation each day, start the day right with an attitude of optimism and hope. We have Abode, which cleanses away all that doesn't serve us and brings in optimism and a fresh start. And then we have the Huga, which really helps to create that comfort. So you can, I hope you can see, it becomes really obvious for me, and I hope that I've been able to portray that to you today, about how these oils are all going to come together to work really brilliantly for the time and where we're at right now. I hope as I've found a place in my home and in my heart 
that I've been able to communicate and awaken an excitement for you on how to bring them into your heart and into your home as well. Now, if you're already a doTERRA customer, you'll know how to get your hands on these as of the 1st of October. And if you're not, then I can definitely help you out with that. I can help you to get these at a, you know, the best price to get the support and the training ongoingly. I throw in some free goodies and all that kind of thing as well. And please reach out to me if that's of interest to you as well. Remember also that my Oracle deck is available for pre-order now. Just jump on adambarrelay.com or look in the show notes below and we'll show you where you can grab that. But that's going to, again, help you to dive in deep. And it just so happens that Tulsi and Osmanthus and Copa Eber and Vanilla all happen to be in that deck. The deck has all the single oils that doTERRA has available, plus some of my favorites. And I stuck ones in like Vanilla, not knowing what was happening, and Fragonia and Brown Baronia, which are from Western Australia. And one of my favorite oils, so mystical, in um, Oak Moss. So 106 different cards. That'll keep you busy for a little while. And of course, I have some instructional videos that are coming up on YouTube for them. Um, and I have a course that, that you can kind of participate in for $3 a week of learning about different oil each week. You can check that out now on the Atterbarrelay Academy. Just $3 a week and learn about a different oil each week. Not too shabby, if I do say so myself. So I hope that I've been able to ignite some excitement about these oils as well as inform. I can't wait to join you again next week. I don't expect to have anything to stop me getting back into my regular cycle of releasing these each Sunday. So thank you so much for joining me for this very long episode today, but I just had so much I wanted to share with you. And I look forward to joining you again next week. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarrelay.com. Find me under Adam Barrelay at YouTube and Instagram, as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barrelay on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.